Welcome to Travel Market Life, your companion for industry insights and professional business development. Travel Market Life. Join us by webcast, video or podcast. Hello and welcome to Travel Market Life. I'm your host, Ryan Haynes, and today we're looking at AI and hospitality. It's a hot topic as tech leaders look to optimize performance of their systems and get an understanding of the value that AI provides to the tech stack. We've seen AI deployed in pricing and forecasting. AI has been applied in identity recognition systems and within guest communication. But let's have a deeper look at the real value of AI to hotels. Travel Market Life. Joining me is Mike Webster, CEO and founder of Avoya, the hospitality's leading AI platform. Thanks ever so much for joining me today, Mike. Um, so AI is such a hot topic. Can you actually define, though, what is AI and what is not AI? <clears throat> Good question. Good to be here. Thanks, Ryan. Um, so simply put, AI is the ability for a machine to, to think and to make decisions. Um, there's lots of different areas within AI. I suppose everything from you know, speech, it's, it's almost like the easiest way to consider it is if you think of a human and the human features and functions and how machines replicate that. So speech, for example, would be speech recognition, read and write would be natural language processing, movement would be robotics, um, seeing is like is the area of computer vision. And then pattern recognition is, is, you know, kind of the area of machine learning. But fundamentally, it's the ability for a machine to think and to make a decision, ultimately, you know, at a broad level. I mean, there's been so much utilization of the word AI, artificial intelligence, machine learning, um, and the, perhaps the way that we've got to understand the way it works. When I mean, we know the Amazons, um, Alexas of this world, um, mm. and how they recognize what you're saying, um, we also see how chatbots uh, are working in a way to really facilitate better engagement online and 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 through the, through the website without actually using human being as customer service. Mm-hmm. Um, but is that enough? for us to really understand what the power of AI is? No. And, and I think, you know, if you look at particularly, if you look at chatbots, for example, you know, they, they, they provide a certain function and there's an efficiency to it because you don't have a human necessary on it. But I think your chatbots, you know, for example, if you look at where AI is, is well deployed, you look at Spotify, for example, right? When is the last time you went on to Spotify and went on to a chatbot to try and figure out what you, the minute you go on to Spotify, you're being served. You're being understood, your preferences, your need state, your mindset. Uh, even when you're driving, sometimes it'll pick that up and it'll serve you what you want. So chatbots, yeah, they are use of AI and they work pretty well. Um, but is that the ultimate destination, how brands can effectively communicate with their digital clients? I don't think so. I mean, it is fascinating, as you say, you go on to Spotify, you see all the artists that you've been listening to, you've seen the latest tunes, something that's similar. Uh, you go on Netflix, all these recommended programs, new films and, and features that have just come out. It's like, oh, hey, how, how are you really understanding me? Why have I got no horror in my list? Netflix yep. understands me really well. But yep. how can it really be applied to travel and hospitality? Because, I mean, you know, travel and hospitality, it's something you do you know, two or three times a year, maybe. Um, so as a consumer, um, what are the ways that we could recognize that we're getting value from a business and actually underneath it, AI is doing the work? Yeah, I think that, I think there's a couple of things there to unpick. I think when, if you consider a guest arriving at a hotel's website, for example, you know, there's a, one of the reasons that they tend to bound, they go there is to, an expectation that they're going to get served better 
you know, uh, in, a, in a way that they're not necessarily getting, say, from an OTA or, or another party. Um, and the reality is they're not, usually, is that if they're understood when they arrive, that their need state, their mindset, the product they want to see, the, the image they want to see, the, the, the price brackets that they're, they're engaged in, and maybe all the additional services that they want to see, uh, if, they, if they get that when they arrive at a hotel's website, they feel understood and served better, and that's where they'll tend to book. When they don't get that, they'll tend to bounce. You know, they'll tend to bounce off and, and go, you know, somewhere else. So if you look at how uh, AI can drive hospitality, it is, and, and it's specifically around the idea if you've never, if the, if the brand has never seen this person before, the reality is that human behavior is unpredictable, but it's entirely measurable. So if you're a first-time entrant onto a, a digital estate for a hotel brand, for example, there's a lot of other first-time entrants, but the indicators that that that, that that machine will spot that human won't necessarily spot is this long trail of you know source origin destination lead time device size you know in a f- fully anonymized way that um, and, and you know your lead time particularly in the time of year and other social events and other macro events gives a very very decent trail for the ai to ingest and make a prediction as to what that customer wants to see and, and how they want to engage and not this idea of a static website for everybody so AI can transform that entire digital journey into something that the Spotify experience, and that's dumbing it down a little bit, and that the consumer can come on and immediately go, this brand gets me and they've never seen me before. And that's the, that's the promise of real AI. Yeah, I guess. Yes, right. I mean, if you do look at, you know, where the source of traffic is coming from, you can identify whether it's uh, Huawei foam or the latest Samsung. Uh, you can identify whether they're coming from France uh, and uh, what time of day and, um, and and what they're particularly looking at. You're, you're getting a real idea already of the type of person that 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 is. I mean, we're already seeing it as well in Booking.com. It was certainly a conversation I had of a couple of hoteliers at the IHTF 2022 um, around sort of how booking.com is already suggesting and recommending alternative properties and it's yeah. you know really is based on um their, their search criteria it's based on what they've been looking at previously the types of rooms um mm. and packages that they've been exploring um so if we look at ai then elevating marketing sales and operations you've made, mentioned one example there of you know landing on the website and it being really customized to each visitor what other areas can ai be effectively deployed to engage with the customer on a um, more nuanced level um, good question i think just to be absolute just to, to paint a picture of what the opportunity is for hotel brands they can take booking.com's experience way off the table and present something incredibly better so all, all like the ai is pretty sophisticated but the ai is a revenue trap is ultimately a margin trap that, that booking.com is pointed towards opportunities for hotels by the way is that they can um, have the opportunity now which wasn't available before retail to customers so what image they see what what room they see what room and package they see all delivered individually to each customer without the hotel necessarily having to invest in in that ai technology for example so this and, and there's a way to leapfrog what the otas are doing so that that's and the opportunity is much broader and deeper now than, than, it, than it could have been before. But somebody coming from a TikTok ad has an entirely different behavior than somebody coming from, you know, a brand aware direct channel or somebody coming from a meta, for example. So, so if, the, if you're serving up the same thing to each of those, you're wasting your marketing dollars because TikTok will have a different behavior. So what, what AI does and proper AI platforms along the journey is that they under, will understand that, yeah, look, a TikTok user 
at this particular time with that particular device size or this particular lead time, et cetera, a big long string of data, that's the type of customer it is, needs to get served this particular journey. So it's taking static you know, website delivery into like customizable hospitality products and delivering that to that customer seamlessly. So you can, what it will do in terms of marketing, you know, knock yourself out in your marketing tactics, 100%, you know, hotels are really good at that. But if you're landing in, into your own real estate and it's all the same, largely, or it's mod, or it's, or worse, it, it, there's some bit of uh, rules-based thing where like this is for families and this is, for, you know, that kind of thing, you're wasting your marketing dollars. So AI will literally put your marketing on steroids because it's just building relevance. You're building to an audience of one, um, but what's happening now is in the absence of having AI technology, somebody's rocking up to the, to the front desk and the front desk person who's really the fir- first human face is also got a, r- a raft of other things. If you've got the time, for example, you've got to serve up, you know, try and see if you can upsell and, and maybe sell some stays or maybe sell maybe some other things during the stay or enhancing the, 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 the opportunity for the, for more further revenue. Whereas that if AI has done all of that, it has known exactly what, how to upgrade somebody. It knows exactly, you know, whether somebody wants champagne and, where, and also the comfort of knowing when they're in destination, when they're in the property, what they want to see and what they, how they're going to be served, whether that, and it doesn't matter if it's a champagne um, in, in the room or whether it's a theater ticket, all can be served. So from an operational perspective, and even that's just the example of the front of house, AI will do a lot of the heavy lifting. So, some people think of AI and they think, oh, it's going to robotify hospitality and it's going to de- No, it's putting the human back into hospitality, freeing them up to separate, to differentiate the brand, the hotel from, you know, digital first companies like Booking, for example, in, in the delivery side or on for Airbnb. So it works right across the journey. So it makes marketing more efficient. It gives sales clarity, building the brand connectivity, allowing customers to book easy without having to to you know, search and find and bounce back to 50% of customers who book at booking.com have checked the hotel's website and come back. So to get to and to make, make a more dynamic channel and then operationally, even at the front of house level, just at the most basic level, it builds efficiencies. I must say there's, there's nothing worse than working in hospitality and you're constantly having to upsell. Uh, you always have this sort of like sinking feeling inside when you're having to sort of try to suggest additional products and services when all you want to do is give someone a great time. And you right. can see that value there because, you know, you know do, you, do you know if that person instinct, instinctively in front of you wants to go and see a musical or wants to go for a romantic meal? You don't. But as you say, yeah. the AI is starting to identify those patterns to really understand the nature of that person's stay so they can take from um, the collateral of marketing office offers the most relevant one and that's just taken us to that unique experience that each of us are getting now online like we've talked about with amazon and spotify and and netflix um and you know that that's 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 certainly a leapfrog in a new direction for for hospitality that on-demand nature in some respects of retailing and we, we've seen that over the last couple of years that move towards contactless um being able to provide uh, customers with portals uh, to be able to access a whole range of products and th- th- we're talking about ai now feeding the products that are most relevant to every uh, every guest or every web visitor that you've yeah. got coming um why do you think there's such hesitation in hospitality around AI? And part of the problem with AI is people can call it things AI, you know, AI-driven pizza delivery, make it up, right? And then people don't quite, and a lot of hotels are quite, get 
misunderstand what the impact is. So there hasn't, there's no hesitancy. We've had conversations with major US-based brands at a very senior level and they, at the chief data level, and they are uh, already on the journey and things that like third parties like us would provide is accretive to that. So, um, but there just hasn't been solutions. Brands are falling in a little bit between two stools uh, where they think contactless is a good thing. I don't think contactless not meeting humans, for example, is necessarily a good thing for a brand. But if the transaction piece can be totally automated and totally understood and the price and the rate and all that delivered to a customer. So when they arrive, you can start hosting. So it's putting the human back to the hosting. So I would say it's contactful and all the transactions are done online and what you desire and require while you're in the destination can be served to you perfectly. But the human, it puts the human back in front of the human. I think the human in the destination is being asked to do too much of the transaction. Does that make sense? Oh, God, yeah. I mean, certainly as a marketeer myself, um, there's there's nothing uh, more painful than making sure that you've got all your tactics in place and trying to identify the next tactic you're going to deploy and segmenting all your lists and making sure that they're um, all planned and in place and that they're and then they're having to go through and, and trying to figure out what's working and what's not. Um, it, the fact that you've got AI that essentially does all of that for you, you've yeah. just got to figure out what it is you want to be offering and allow AI to select from that. It yeah. would, would, would just sort of alleviate uh, so much of the pain, the manual pain that goes into marketing right now. But I guess the other areas um, really for, for hotels that I'm trying to understand is how they can mitigate the lack of talent and skills to utilize uh, AI because data science is, and, and is, is, is a tricky area. It's hard to find talent um, and especially for um, hotel brands because they're not necessarily seen as innovative or as exciting um, sometimes as maybe a pure tech provider. So what can hotels do then to, to not have to necessarily worry about the intricacies involved in AI? I suppose there is a general shortage of, of, of data science and AI, the necessary um, at scale, like to build an industrial level um, uh, AI platform capable of serving thousands of models to tens of thousands of hotels simultaneously. So, but an individual level, individual at, at the big hotel brand group, yes, they have invest, made investments. Uh, at, a, at, a, at a smaller hotel group, you, you're just not going to get to, and, and even if you did have a couple of data scientists, you're not going to make the impact because you have to be able to do what Instagram does. And as, as a person is transacting real time, Understand that you want to see another cat playing piano video. That's an individual model running specifically for you in real time. So there's, they don't need to invest in their own mass team, you know, or they, what they can do is they can collaborate um, at, the, at the large brands, can collaborate with companies like us who have already built the full tech stack at scale with the mass cloud compute. And um, the smaller hotels don't have to do anything. They, we're already plugged in with a lot of the booking engines. So in our example, so all they got to do is activate it, turn it on, and it'll start working for you. Always on, always learning, and always serving customers better over, over a particular period of time. So there, the, and there's going to be a continuous drought of both the, if you want to call it the, the, the theoretical data scientists and the, you know, the, the experimental data scientists, if you want to call it that. There's a drought. Um, and what's happened is that all the AI has been controlled. You know, with the with the surveillance capital efforts of Google, they own the customer. They understand exactly what's going on. They sell that to booking, and then the hotels have to pay booking. Where the shift back to independent AI with, within hospitality 
is that hotels are going to own their customer. They're going to be able to serve their customer. It, their own AI platform is going to be able to retail them and understand them better. Separate the Google, separate the booking. So the leapfrog you mentioned earlier is, is twofold. One is that this idea that guests will come to a destination website and try and figure it all out themselves, it, that's going to go. So the, what AI really does is go, it elevates all existing kind of book flows and experiences and websites. Instead of having the static journey you go through, it'll understand exactly what you need to see, what image you need to see, and, and distill it into an individual journey per person, per individual. Humanizes, the AI humanizes the journey. So it'll say, yeah, here's the package you want to see. Here's the, oh, here's the, here's the, the theater ticket you want to see. And here's, what, and here's the upsell. And the reason it gets so accurate is that it's doing that at scale for everybody in real time. So there's an opportunity for the industry to make not only just a leapfrog, but to go beyond what Google and go beyond Booking.com and go beyond, the, go beyond say, what AIR and other people who've been doing machine learning for a while and, and AI and present customers individualized journeys. And that's right in front of, um, that's right as a, a real and present opportunity for the entire hospitality industry to just serve that up. And they, then the, they can add whatever product or service they want. So they put them right at the top of the pile. Um, and that is available now. Um, and there's, a, you know, it's an amazing opportunity for hospitality. For the first time, the biggest unsolved problem in travel can be addressed uh, by serving direct hotel customers um, in a way like Spotify does. And from what I read um, from a couple of the customers that you're working, large customers you're working with right now, actually, this is performing, imp performance improves every single month um, that you're yeah. const constantly seeing an incremental growth in, in revenue. So um, as you say, this is, this is more than just implementing some AI. This is implementing learning that constantly understands who's coming to your site and what their needs are. Yeah, I think at the, at, at, a, at the core principle, if you serve guests better, the revenue goes up. So what you're not doing is some gimmick, right? What you're not doing is yielding. You know, you're not changing. We don't change the price. You know, what we're doing is we're, we understand the customer and say, this is the price bracket or, or room and rate structure that, and image and basket that you need to see. Um, and if somebody scrolls and looks and views so that's something slightly different, then we, we learn to serve the next customer of a similar profile, you know, slightly better. So you get this law of incrementalism. Anybody who says plug in our platform, you get 30% more is, is smoke and mirrors. So what it does is if you just deploy it out on one touch point, so like, for example, which room and rate combination you need to see, it'll start off a couple of percent, four or five percent. And it goes each month it increases because it's always on and always learning. But the level of technology, which you won't go into, needed to serve that is that if you have one hotel group, say 50, 60 hotels, and they're just automating with AI what room and rate somebody needs to see, you'll have a couple of hundred models specifically built and trained just to do that. It isn't an algorithm. It is hundreds of models servicing a TikTok ad user. You know, you'd have a model for Ramadan, you'll have a Ramadan, you know, you'll have one for Black Friday, you'll have one for, you know, for certain device sizes, you know, and each of those always on, always learning. And depending on how somebody interacts, the model learns from that itself. And then get slightly clever to serve the customer. So it's a law of incrementalism, always on, and then nudging it up. But the reality is that the reason you're getting more revenue is because you're serving the customer better. The reason everybody's on Spotify is that they serve customers better. That's why the revenue is so good. It isn't that we've got a little thing that's going to maximize because you're tricking somebody. Serving customers, giving them a better experience, building a better digital handshake between the brand and the user or the brand and the guest early, and then allowing you focus on hospitality. But if you serve them better online, 
the revenue goes up and the speed at which they book goes up, their likelihood for loyalty goes up, their repeat goes up, an explosion of positive metrics. So it is, it is allowing the hotel to focus on the hospitality, which Airbnb doesn't do, uh, allows them to focus on hosting, which Airbnb says it does but doesn't, to a large degree. But it is putting the, the ability for AI to serve customers better. That's why revenue goes up. And you can do it everywhere. What image somebody sees, you know, what upsell they see, you know, what you know, room upgrade they get, you know, right through the whole journey. 40 different touch points, each one serving customers. While you're asleep, it's becoming more intelligent and it's linked specifically to your brand. So every single brand gets a set, different set of models, always on, always learning. It's amazing to watch. I was going to say, I, I feel like I want to geek out over data models, but I think we'll yeah, leave that yeah, for. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll definitely leave that for another another time, Mike. I've written down here, don't geek out. Literally. <laughs> I, well, I do. Um, I think I think that's enough to, for us to sort of like cover off. You know, certainly how it's being used today, but definitely get you back in, and we'll have a look at those sort of like data modeling and and, yeah. and what that looks like with hotels, because I'm sure that you're seeing some fascinating um, models with, within within hospitality. Amazing, and and what it's showing us about the about the 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 behavior of a traveler in terms of a deep understanding of the behavior and their need set and mindset that need state and mindset that you will not get from a human, you will not get from a marketing or architecture and you know understanding of what your audiences are like. Is that AI really tells at a very detailed level what your customers are like and what they want in real time? Historical data is useful. But it's really where they are right now at the second and how you can serve them like Instagram cat videos. It's it lift, and lift elevating, you know, static, like a wall of a website and, and booking engine and creating customized hospitality products specifically for that individual. And it's all there and all working. And uh, it's very exciting. I, I won't go into the data. <laughs> no, 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 no problem, Mike. I think the one thing we have learned from today's conversation is that you like cat videos. Uh, so uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll remember that, that's for sure. <laughs> I'm more of a dog person, but hey. Mike, thank you ever so much for joining us. And I, I, I'm, I'm sure we have to bring this to an end, but I'm sure we could yeah. chat forever. Uh, but that was really insightful. Thank you. My, my pleasure. Really delighted to be on. Thanks, Ryan. That was Mike Webster, the uh, CEO and founder of Arvoya. Uh, check them out um, as they start to look deeper at how you can better engage with your customers on through your online portals. I'm Ryan Haynes. You've been listening to Travel Market Life. Don't forget to check out our other episodes, uh, particularly the outtakes from IHTF 2022 and our Hotelier's Voice series. Have a lovely day. Thank you for listening. For more, go to Travel Market Life. The music sensation by Zach Nelson is reproduced under license from Storyblocks. Travel Market Life is a Haynes Marcoms digital marketing agency production serving the travel and technology industries.